the Red Last Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Dorsey. And with me, as always, is my buddy, my friend, and my pal, Kevin O'Connor. Kevin, how are you doing this week? Doing well. Well, that's great to hear. I hope everybody out there is doing well also. Thank you for downloading the podcast. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or on Spotify. Also, hit us up on our Instagram, at ThreadLads, and on our Twitter, at LadsThread. Also, we love hearing any of your comments, questions, concerns, anything like that. So hit us up on our email, listeners, at ThreadLads.com. We love all the feedback that we get on there, positive and negative. We don't really care if we take any feedback that we can get. Now, um, Kevin, I know you wanted to start off the show specifically thanking somebody that provided an awesome, often gift to you in a, in a time in which you needed it some of the most. So what's that all about? Yeah, I'm sure uh, the intern will post a picture of this up on Instagram uh before the pod is released, but a great friend of the pod and friend of ours, uh, Jordan Fitzpatrick, who has an awesome Instagram slash Etsy situation, uh, C Fitz Draw, I believe. No, yeah, no, uh, it, is, send- it is C Fitz Draw, that's S E E Fitz, F I T Z Draw, as in Draw, D R A W. In the mail today, we got a digitized photo of one of my very, very favorite pictures of our dog Jasper, who sadly passed away a few weeks ago with a lovely note that was just meant so much to us because it's been tough and it was just a very thoughtful thing. So I wanted to to shout her out because this photo is sick. I can't wait till the intern posts it up. I actually am really excited to frame this thing yeah. and put it up. And I don't get excited to frame things. So I'm pretty excited. <laughs> no, no, that that's a really awesome uh, image right there that she created and uh, that's really thoughtful of her. We appreciate that so much. Friend of the podcast forever, um, Jordan Fitzpatrick. That's C. Fitch Draw on Etsy or on Instagram if you want to check out her stuff. Because it's really Yeah, she's got of, a lot of great stuff. We we have a lot of I, her. I had her do a little piece for being my girlfriend. It was a picture of us at the beach. And she did that. And it's one of our favorite pictures. It's framed. It's yep. wonderful. And she does all sorts of cool artwork. Um, so people want to check that out, but we really appreciate it. Like, yeah, reaching out and sending something like that to you. That's really awesome. I may figure out how to make this my background in some way. Cause it's sweet. No, but yeah, that's really anyway, cool. We got to get it out yourself. We have a bunch of, it's awesome. And once you get super famous and, uh, it'd be worth a lot. I won't sell this picture because <laughs> it's of my late dog. But no, anyway, that would thank weird. you Fitz. Shout out. Yeah. That, that's super awesome. And, um, yeah, and I hope you're doing okay. Um, I know you just made a trip, you know, right after your dog passing. It seems like you you made a nice necessary trip to the Lone Star State to see some family or something. And you just got back. How'd that whole trip go and everything? It was definitely a necessary trip. You know, I went to uh, Texas to see my mom and sister, not necessarily my favorite state or state i'd really ever want to visit often if i didn't have family there or ever really no offense to anybody in texas yeah there's there's worse states there's a lot worse there's definitely worse worse states just not for me per se you know not that i really you know gave it that i went to one small i mean texas is a big ass state needless to say it's what part of uh, texas were you in uh, I was outside of Austin, Texas. Okay. Um, but it was great. One, first off, I have to say, I didn't take too much time off. I took uh, like a Friday, Monday, Tuesday off. So I had like a five-day weekend. So mentally refreshed. I didn't even do a whole lot like on the trip necessarily. It was just, you know, kind of, it was just nice to get away right. and to just reset. And it's, I've been like in a great mood ever since I got back. Great way to reset. Um, but anyway, yeah, like I said, I went and saw my mom. Did a, did had had some pretty good adventures. Okay, first of all, I started off the trip following your advice from last week's pod, I believe, or it might have been the week before. Uh, did, was it on the podcast? I don't know if it was on the podcast. Oh, or we didn't talk about that. Just in our group chat, but uh, we, we were talking about because Kevin was about to get on his flight yeah. to go to Texas. We were talking about what seat do we like to sit on when we're going airplanes, and Kevin said that he's a big window seat guy. I, I came back. I said I'm a big aisle seat guy. Yeah. Now, and Kevin decided to give it a little try. I can give some reasoning as to why I prefer the aisle seat. Yeah, please. But how did tell How did them. you enjoy your trip on the aisle seat? 
it was the worst decision I've ever made. But please tell them why all the convincing. Th- I did it for you, okay? You convinced me to try it. Yeah. First and I also all, used the bathroom. I used the bathroom for the first time in 25 years on the airplane. I've never had to use the bathroom on the airplane. Let, let, also, god awful experience. Let's also let's just like put this out there. It's, it ain't like you were flying, you know, halfway across the world. It was like a two-hour flight. Okay, so, like, you know, that's never going to be the most comfortable situation to work, no matter um, where you sit. But I prefer the aisle seat because I believe that it it has some sort of, it's a level of control that you have across that entire aisle or, like, your little row and everything. Like, if anybody needs to go up and pee, they have to ask you and they have to bother you and they have to feel that pressure of bothering somebody that they don't know that they're on the plane with. Also, sometimes I like to like, you know, stick my foot out a little bit. I get a little oh. bit more elbow room on the left-hand side. Um, and there was no, okay, go ahead. And then, but I, and I also like to, I like to, I'm one of those people that I'll just like, you know, get up, walk around a little bit. I, I might walk to the bathroom, even though I don't have to get on the bathroom, but I'm a little antsy. Sitting on a flight for any longer than two hours, I'm just going to get antsy. I'm going to have to get up. I'm going to have to do something uh, with myself. But clearly you felt differently about the Odyssey. Here's what I'll say as a pro, because there were there there was a pro, and especially because I was on a Southwest flight where you have the, you know, you line up. I always get the early bird, so I'm guaranteed an A space. Nice. So I'm one of the first 30 people to get on the plane. I, my For whatever reason, my alarm... I forgot to set, I made a calendar event and not an alarm. So I never got the alarm to check in 24 hours before my flight. So I was like a 58, which means that 57 people got on the flight before I did. Right, right. I still got, I still got an aisle seat in the sixth row. So, because no one wants the aisle seat. So I sat, you know, I asked these two (laughs) I feel like no one wants the middle seat. Well, that's true. Okay, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, and the middle seats are open for all of the, this. This the airport was packed. The airplane was packed. It was all packed. Southwest flight packed. Um, oh. But anyway, even though there are fifty-seven people ahead of me, there was still an open aisle seat in the. I think it was the sixth. It was the fifth or sixth row. It was close to the front of the plane. So pro right away. I'm thinking maybe Jay was right about this. I don't know. This is this is pretty good. You know, I asked the people. I was like, is anyone? You know, I didn't really ask them. I kind of did the like. You know, the, yeah, yeah, the, no, like, yeah, is anybody I, sitting here yeah. hand gesture? Yeah, yeah, and no, the guy looked I up, shook people, his head. I think people know what you're talking about. Yeah, everyone knows. What I'm talking. So I sat down. I was like, "All right, this is this is looking pretty good." I threw my bag up because I bring a duffel and a backpack, so I was only gone for a couple of days. I threw my duffel up and up in the top, sat down. I then proceeded to get hit by 300 people's asses as they got to the back of the plane. I got hit by every single person's ass who walked by me. Well, I got first hit, of all. I got hit by their, their, on the shoulder. It was like a shoulder face combo by their at or their bag or the people that for some reason just want to look around for no reason in the aisle. And then you get smacked by their bag. So that never happened. That that never got, happened it definitely happened. <laughs> that never definitely happened. <laughs> I, so I was like, all right, whatever. That's one thing. I was live threading this in our thing. Like, I'm getting hit by people right now. And then there's people. And then as they're waiting, people are reading my text messages. It was horrible. No one's reading right. your text messages. Yes, they were. Yes, you're, they were. Uh, first of all, I think you're paranoid. And these some of these uh, uh, claims are unfounded, to be so perfectly after, honest with you. After everyone sat down and I got hit by everyone, it, it was fine. I was like, okay, okay. And so I did what you said. I, I had gotten lucky, and I actually got a seat at the bar at the airport. Um, so I did have a couple IPAs. I wanted to make sure my uh-huh. bladder was nice and full so I could also use the bathroom. Yeah. And I didn't want to like have the option. Like I wanted to make sure I was going to use, cause we had a long, I thought we did it on the pod, but I guess we didn't, but I wanted to no. make sure I did everything you suggested. So I was like, I'm going to use this bathroom. Yeah. So I made sure I would have to go to the bathroom. We got up to 30,000 feet or whatever, took off the unfastened or the fastened your seatbelt sign, went to the bathroom. That was like, the smallest enclosure I've ever been, and we were hitting turbulence. So I was just there was just hot piss flying everywhere. Well, I mean, everybody was, knows that that the airplane bathroom is one of the most dangerous games you can play. Oh my gosh! All right, so whatever. I, I never even that. said anything. I never said there was anything good about an airplane bathroom. I I'm just saying, I that. got up. For, yeah, I got up, and I did. You know, 
it, that was fine. I did like the fact that I could just like, you know, I just unbuckled and got up, whatever. Yeah, there's a freedom um, there. The only thing is, obviously, you have to watch out for the people still boarding the plane. When you were talking oh, about people dude. hitting you on the plane, you made it seem like in air while y'all are they were. Like all the they way were. The, Maybe the flight attendant person, came. No, Maybe the flight attendant multiple like times. Elbow or no, something they, like that. I did the foot out thing. They hit me in the foot, and another guy apologized to me because he hit me. He like boomed into my shoulder and I like kind of rocked forward a little bit you know <laughs> and I'm not even that big dude I don't even have that broad like I don't have necessarily like a broad frame you know imagine if you did my biggest problem which happened on the way back where I took the window seat was I got the class this happens to me almost every single flight is I got the classic person trying to recline their seat and then they kind of look back to see what's stopping them from reclining their seat and uh -huh. it's my knees you know <laughs> that that one actually gives me like a weird sense of like pride though because i, I always try pride, to make eye contact. power it's power yeah it's, <laughs> it's power not, it's power it's yeah because people will look at i've got i just look back at people because i'm like yeah there's literally nothing we can do in this situation because you're reclining into my knees but yeah. anyway no so like yeah you're you're usually a, a window person and clearly yeah, the ilc was not what you wanted but uh, what why do you like the window seat so much because i hate the window seat i like the window because i can just kind of i but there's not there's there's cons to it too but i like it because i can just kind of i can like fold my arms and kind of lean to the side on the window and then i can just like close my eyes and lean and i feel like i have a little bit more space in ah, there and i can just kind of tuck away whereas if I, I can't lean on the other side if i fall asleep you're on you know, a two-hour flight i doze off on that two-hour two flight <laughs> Yeah. If, you, if you're dozing off on a two-hour flight, I feel like you could do that in any seat. It doesn't matter if it's the window seat. That's but just yeah, me no. personally. But if I lean out to the aisle, then someone's going to bash into me. It's, yeah. Dude, if, if I also think on, cards, a long, on like a long flight, I want to be in the aisle seat too because I want to get up. I want to walk around. If I'm on like a five-plus-hour flight, I, I want that freedom. I don't want to have to be bothering somebody that's next to me all the time. Also, the window seat makes me a little bit claustrophobic. It, it is the literal like reverse of having any power you are you are submissive being in the window seat you can't exert any power at all except for to annoy people also i like that power i see that's <laughs> its own power also i've never gotten up i'm not that person i don't get up like once i plant yeah i plant well see like i'm i always inevitably have to take a piss on the plane that i'm at because i always i need I need like maybe one or two drinks before I get on the plane ride just to help ease the nerves. You know, I'm not, uh, I don't mind flying, but you know, you, it, you always have those thoughts in the back of your, your head that if your plane could like crash, like you're just kind of fucked. So, you know, I, I have a yeah. couple beers before I get on the plane just to ease those nerves. But inevitably, yeah, I always have to take a pee. So I like being the aisle so that when I do inevitably have to take that piss, I'm free to do so of my own volition. We hit a ton of, we had to like dodge storm. It's the flight took longer on the way to Texas because we had to fly around several storms. Mm -hmm. Last it's, time I was in Texas, it was only a, a stopover when I was like going out further west, but that I, my plane ended up being delayed in Austin actually oh, for yeah. five hours because of thunderstorms. Apparently they just got like rolling thunderstorms through Texas yeah. like all the time. Well, because it's all that, man, that was blowing my mind that just, wide open nothing like just every direction you look just for miles and miles and it's funny because on the plane ride back i was actually paying attention out the window which bring me to my next annoying grind my gear situation <laughs> i'll just get to it now on southwest you have the option of choosing which seat you want so it pisses me off when the person next to you is like glaring out the window like leaning over to like you could have had the window seat right right don't look out i mean it's fine look out the window but it's just i don't know it makes me uncomfortable but look out the other window no, I do that all the time because I'm in the aisle seat, so I'm looking past this whole row of people. I pull my shoulder out, so you can't really see that. Yeah, yeah I'm, the, like, I'm looking at them. Yeah, you are. You're like you're the type of person. Is like why we can't just all like get along in a society. It's not that. It's, if you wanted <laughs> like, to look out the window, you should have had a window seat. Not Southwest. everybody has those options, Kevin. Maybe in they, a, maybe in they were late a. to get onto the plane. That's also, first of all, I not in row six. I don't <laughs> row. I don't like Southwest specifically of that reason. I like no, to fucking get my air ticket, and I like to pick out what spot I'm going to sit in. Oh yeah, I, sure. I, I really Delta's enjoy the that. best. I, I do, I do like Delta. I do like Delta. Delta. 
I've had a good, I've had a good rides on Turkish Airways. Turkish Airways. Oh, I've never taken. Great, never taken. great plane, great flight. Um, I do like the Austin Airport though. That where you're, I had a good. I was there for a while because I had to return my rental car, so I was in there like two, two and a half hours before my flight. Like I was in, like by my gate for two and a half hours. Okay. So I was like walking around and going to the different bars and stuff. Nice, nice. Well, I mean, I'm glad you had a good trip. There's actually a little bit more I want to hear about your trip. I want to hear about the food that you tried. I want to hear about yeah. some of the experience you had over there. But let's take one quick break and we can get back in. You were in Texas and everything. Obviously, we were just talking about it and everything. But what did you like uh, really do there? We talked pretty much about your travel there. But what did you actually do when you were there? Did you get some dope barbecue? Like, what, what was going on with the food? Because I've only been to Texas once, but I do remember getting some banger brisket while I was over there. Yeah, I've I've been to Texas. I've been to Austin before, and I already had like I already I've already hit all the barbecue spots. I even went to like the Food Network spots. Shout out oh, Rudy's, yeah. which is not I don't know if that's been up, but it's uh like a, a gas. It was, the first one I ever went to was at a gas station, but it is uh-huh. so good. Nice. But no, this time I did not get any barbecue. I didn't really feel the need to. Wow. Um. So I decided to check out other Texas establishments slash places that you know I could only get while I was there that they don't have here on the East Coast. Um, one place I wanted to go to but didn't have time was P. Terry's. Uh, it was like a. That sounds I, interesting. I, I noticed it when I was first driving to uh, driving to my mom's house from the airport because it was about an hour drive, and um, I saw a couple of them on the way. I'd never heard of it before, and they uh, it was a Friday night when I got in. A couple of them had huge lines. Mm-hmm. I think it's just like a burger joint, but I really wanted to check it out. Yeah. Um. So no, but so what I did see on my way. Uh, to my mom's house was in and out Burger, which I've never had before. Oh, um, really? I didn't so know once, they had In-N-Out Burgers in Texas. Neither did I. Neither did Which I. So when I when I got there, I asked my sister if there was an In-N-Out Burger close um, because I'd like to try that while I was there. <laughs> and she said she wasn't sure, but she knew that there was a water Whataburger down the street. And I was like, what? I've never had that. So because I had never had that either, I wanted to have a fast food experience. Wow, wow. So did you get Whataburger in in and out So I hopped in the vehicle with my sister, <laughs> and we went and picked up uh, in and out Whataburger, and Chick-fil-A. So I had... Because um, Chick-fil-A I, doesn't seem necessary no, uh, well, in the I, taste test, seeing as you eat Chick-fil-A on like a weekly basis. But Well, I asked her, I was like, which do you prefer, in and out or Whataburger? And she was like chick-fil-a and i was like oh, oh. Sure. so um so i ended up getting a double double with fry i wanted to get like the classic things at the right, places right, you know to right. really get the the so i got a double double with onions and fries animal style at, at in and out oh wow you went with the animal style i got well i figured i had to try it you know yeah and then i i got the um burger i got the, the cheeseburger situation uh or like the classic cheeseburger meal at whataburger with fries so i could try their fries uh-huh. and then i got a milkshake at chick-fil-a because i figured i was already all in nice, anyway nice. yeah you might as well just lean into that thing um so then we got back and i just feasted i'll see if the intern can post up that picture too because i had i, I you, you did send a picture in the thread of all of that and i was just like wow that that that's crazy it was like i've never even seen such a an array of fast food in one picture now like uh what what was your favorite what did you really come out of it as being like what do you like i liked in and out better than whataburger uh-huh. because to me that i like it tasted like a the whataburger tasted like a i don't even know if i'm saying it right whataburger whataburger uh, i'm not sure it doesn't matter. uh it tasted like a burger king burger to me like i've, I've, I've heard really... a couple people talk about whataburger i've never really heard any glare like any yeah. just like Anybody's like, oh, you got you got to try Whataburger. Oh, it's I'd rather have a Whopper. Or whatever. Yeah, I mean, damn. <laughs> um, and the In and Out was good. 
Um, the in and out was good. The fries animal style was a lot. Like I had to get like a fork situation. Oh, wow. Um, but it was good overall, though. You know, I think Five Guys is superior to all of them. Five like, Guys, I, I was going to like, yeah, jump into this because I, I have at least had uh, some Whataburger. I've had in and out and Five Guys burgers are just straight up better than all of them. Yeah, They're, it's the best. Yeah, I mean, the best one. I don't know if it was the hype or what, but I was pretty disappointed afterwards because then I just felt awful from eating all that food. And uh-huh. I was like, it wasn't even like that good. Like it was it was. The, the double double is pretty good, but it wasn't like, it wasn't all that. It wasn't anything special or anything like that. Yeah. Well, that's so. that's cool. So is that like the extent of your of your food in in Texas that you really got? All you had was uh, fast food. No, I had no brisket. Because oh, I had because no I had home no home cooking. Oh right. So yeah, I guess yeah. you were seeing your mom. So you got some nice home cooking though. So that yeah. that's probably that that would exceed anything else that you would have gotten. From anywhere yeah else. i i definitely gained like 15 pounds oh, wow. on that trip wow five oh, or three pounds yeah. a day uh yeah it was rough i mean i ate i ate a lot i ate a lot that's good you're on vacation you should that's what you should yeah. do on vacation that's oh and then i had to try out a couple different texas ipas so i tried to oh and i went to heb which is a texas only play a uh, market texas and- only market what yeah it's like mean? the only supermarket they have in texas it's just heb here everything's better, but it really stands for Henry E. Wait, Henry E. It's Butt. H-E-B. H-E-B. Yeah. Henry E. Butt. Wow. But so they changed it to here everything's better. So, but it was really good. It was like a big Wegmans, and people know what Wegmans is. Um, they just pretty much have everything, but they have like a whole prepared food section. I got sushi from there. Um, I got a Austin roll, which was really good. It's like a shrimp <laughs> that doesn't spicy shrimp. That doesn't sound like sushi, and I good. wouldn't get. No, I wouldn't get. I wouldn't get. It was sushi good. No, itchy butts. No, like, I, I don't know. I. It was better than some like sushi I've had like from a sushi place before, and they have people there like making the rolls. Uh-huh. Like, so it was actually pretty good. It was actually really good. That's surprising. I, I, yeah, I don't think I was surprised. Yeah, we definitely don't have those around here. But um, I was trying to do a Texas only road tour with like, because I've already done the local barbecue spots and I didn't feel like having barbecue. Plus, I was already destroying my digestion. Yeah. Get some of that mafungo or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, um, I did have uh, like a barbecue style chicken sandwich at the airport, which was actually pretty good, but it was loaded with jalapenos. Ooh, and, I love uh, that sounds right up my alley. You can't it was, put too many jalapenos on anything for me. I, I, I love jalapenos. It tasted really good, um, except for the fact that I like to dehydrate myself before I get on the airplane. Right. So, so you don't have I, to get out of your little cramped ass window seat and bother people. That's why you need yeah. to buy them. So it was, uh, it was aggressive. I don't have those concerns when I go on a plane because I know I'll have the freedom to do what I'd like and to venture about because I'm in the aisle. But God, that's cool. Amazing. I'm glad you had a really good trip uh, out there seeing your family. I'm sure that was pretty necessary after the year we've had, after uh, the week you had, too, like, you know, uh, yeah. to do that. So I, I'm glad. I'm glad you got some vacation in. Yeah, it was cool. I hadn't seen my mom or sister in two years. So it was, oh, shit. It was, it was nice. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm glad. I'm glad that happened. Yeah, um, yeah, that's cool. Um, my uh, my past weekend has been pretty much uneventful. I still have a, a constant ringing in my ears that I don't know what's going what. But I, I actually I'm feeling a lot better about the ringing that I've had going on the t- the tinnitus the tinnitus, tinnitus that's going on. No, um, I found a, a Facebook group. And it's from like it's just like a bunch of different people, and I found a Reddit group as well of nice. a bunch of people that have been experiencing tinnitus after their COVID shot or their vaccination shot, and, really? it, and, and it's like across the board. It doesn't matter if it's Johnson Johnson, Pfizer, or Moderna. I had the Pfizer, and after my first shot, um, I found the board. The reason I found um, the board is like more of a support group or whatever. Um, because there was some report that came out that said like ten percent of people aren't going back for their second shot. Yeah, they said five million doses yeah. or something of second doses. Right, and I'm going to be one of those people, so I yeah. decided to click on it. And somebody that like on the comments that I was reading said how they experienced 
like intense tinnitus from getting their first shot. So they were scared to get the second shot. And I'm like, holy shit. And he said he found a Facebook group and gave him some more reassuring stories of other people that have gotten it. And some people, some people have had tinnitus. They got the shot. It didn't change. Some people didn't have tinnitus. They got the first shot. Um, then they, yeah, they started to get tinnitus after the second shot. Um, some, some didn't get tinnitus till after the second shot. Some said their tinnitus got worse after the second shot. Really? So, like, I read that and I'm like, I'm going to pause on getting my second shot, especially when I talked to my doctor and I went to my doctor and he said he had never heard of it being a symptom before from any of the vaccinations. And he said I should get my second shot because what's the worst that could happen? And I'm like, that's super fucking that's- easy to say for the person who doesn't have ringing in their ears for three weeks. And- you should probably go to a different doctor. Yeah, I, that wasn't re- very reassuring. That wasn't really sure. Also, I don't know. I I feel like there's a lot of people. Or like I saw a bunch of art after what happened to you. Like yeah. I saw a bunch of articles dated from like a while ago that were saying. No, I saying mean, yeah, like. This seems to have been a thing because there's people that were like early on getting the vaccine and they got tinnitus and they said that it was maybe up to a month to two, three months before it like really fully went away. So that's just kind of what I'm expecting right now. And I was talking to one of my friends who actually had COVID before and that the actual COVID, not just the vaccine and he experienced tinnitus for a few months and he was really worried about it and then just one day it went away and it seems to go away for these some people in the past three days i thought i was getting a lot better um like i didn't really have any ringing in my right ear at all and it was low in my left ear but today it came back i think it's because i didn't get enough sleep oh yeah Um, because the sleep sleep really i i've found has helped with it a lot but i just don't understand why this isn't more of a talked about thing and maybe it's because they don't want to freak people out from getting the vaccine or something like that but i i just feel like i i i don't think like i was in a state of bewilderment and like going crazy almost in my own mind for two weeks because i didn't know what was going on at least if i had gone into getting the vaccine knowing that that was a possibility or just like even knowing that that was even a possible symptom i never even heard of it as a possible symptom i might have been a little bit okay or a little bit better um and it's still really fucking annoying but I, i'm in a lot better headspace than i was a week ago and hopefully this will, will subside eventually but yeah i hope so too probably not getting that second one although i was reading a uh i was reading an article that was saying the first visors fact just getting the first pfizer vaccine is yeah, like the equivalent 80%. to getting the johnson and johnson vaccine basically yeah 80 so 80 percent they said so i'm pretty i'm covered enough i'm covered enough that i'm not willing to risk i mean you're not going in my ears for three i would rather stay in the house for another year than to have the past almost month of the ringing in my head it's been from the moment you wake up till i go to bed i wake up in the middle of the night it's still going on like it's it i'll so I can see how it can drive some people literally insane. Luckily, I'm pretty even keeled. But I, I was like in a pretty bad mental state there for a little bit too. So. I bet. God dang. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm a little. I'm still like a little bit nervous. Yeah. About having gone through like the airport and stuff. Um, so I've been like really paying attention to how I'm feeling, and I've been trying to eat well this weekend, exercise yeah, and yeah, stuff. No. Drink water. Drink water. Oh yeah drinking a lot of water um because if i were to get if i you know it's around a lot of people seem to be having a lot of technical difficulties over there and you 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 blamed it on the fact that you're work going into work now not working from home anymore 
And I, I totally get that. Like you've had this whole kind of routine that you've built up working at home all the time. And now you're back in the office apparently. And I can see how that can be like difficult to get back used to. Like, how is that going being back? Working. Yes, I may, I've made the uh, conscien- conscious decision to do it. Like, I don't technically have to be yet, but we're definitely going towards that direction. So I decided to just kind of rip the Band-Aid. And I figured the right. best way to do it is right after a vacation, you know, because I could totally, when that first day back from vacation, I definitely just wanted to, like, you know, not get ready for work, not commute. Yeah. But I figured it was the best way to just, like, get into it. And it's a short week because I, I took off Monday, Tuesday. So, um. But surprisingly, it's been pretty. It's been pretty good. I'm actually enjoying it. Uh, not enjoying it. I'm just like not hating it. I right, guess. Right. Um, but it is kind of nice. There's a little bit. It's definitely making me like appreciate being back at home more. I definitely like have wishful thinking, but it probably won't of like some sort of hybrid situation or just them being like people like work being more fine with working like days when I want to work from home right. type of deal as long as everything's done or whatever or good. Um, but yeah, I'm really. It's not bad. I live really, I didn't realize how like close I live to my job uh-huh. um, as far as like going in the morning. Right. So traffic's been well, okay. I'm, I'm glad you're having a good time yeah. with that. All my, all my stuff's like half and half though right now. So right. it's like a, it's you, a disaster. You have to reorganize everything again, basically in both both platforms. Because I mean, you do, did used to have it. I remember um, pretty pretty organized at work in at your place at least back when you were still living up here and i'm sure you'll get back to that eventually but there's a lot going on so i totally get it but um you enjoying going back in the office is very reassuring to me because i'm gonna have to start going into the office this upcoming week here um going back into the office i don't know how long i'll have to be doing that i would like to have some sort of hybrid situation but I'm in an interesting situation where I'm, you know, I'm getting a little bump up in my, my role at work. So I have to train somebody new basically. So like, it's like give and take a little bit, like I'm going to have to go back into the office, which I'm not super pumped about, but I will be training somebody that can at least lessen the workload that I have to do. And especially like over the past year, the mortgage industry has just been wild. We've been crazy busy and everything. So just to have that help is going to be pretty cool. So like I have mixed feelings of going back in the office. I'm excited to have somebody yeah. to help out, but I'm also like ex- not excited that I'm not just going to be able to wear my sweatpants kind of move yeah. on over. I can't, I won't be able to get little household tasks done. Like I think that's the, my, my favorite laundry. part about working from home, like laundry or like a little, a little thing needs like a vacuuming over here. Just like, just little tasks, little tasks around the house that like, if you're at work, I feel like once you get home, you really don't feel like doing, but if you're at home all day while mm-hmm. working, you can just knock some of it out here and there. I'm really liking the separation though. Like, cause I went full in like Tuesday when I was off, I went to the grocery store and I like, I made like made my lunches and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm kind of liking it where like I'm no longer feeling like, oh, I could get this done in the evening because I've like kind of like now when I left the past couple of days when I've left work, like I'm leaving work oh, yeah. at work. Like today someone called me. It was like kind of an emergency, but I had already talked to them in the office today. So I kind of understood. But like I I kind of do like that. Like it is like I'm on my way home and I'm going home and I'm not just going to like do more stuff no no so that, that's been pretty nice well i get that that's um, cool i'm looking forward to that as well but but yeah i mean the, the commute is going to get old for sure although i've been i listened to a podcast as well. yeah, i feel yeah. like it, i feel like it's one of those things where it's just because we haven't been going to the office for so yeah. long and we've been doing the same routine for so long over a year now that just switching up your routine it feels fresh it feels new right it, it exactly. just like it gives you a little bit more but i'm sure by like oh, next yeah. winter like you're gonna be like, like god damn it this. i need to be yeah. working from home every day. <laughs> but i feel like it's gonna get old real quick and i i will i will say it's definitely gonna be something in future jobs like when i'm looking for i'm gonna seriously like ha- like ask and not just like oh is it okay if like i want to know and this is always, they always throw around this word. Like, I want you to know if working from home is part of the culture of that job. <laughs> because, like, I don't want to just work somewhere where they're like, oh, 
yeah, we can do I want to be like, oh, yeah, we do it. Like, uh, we have Friday work from home day or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, something I want to go to. And I, I think that a lot of places, people are going to be seeking that as well. I mean, yeah, I had a, uh, a, just like a kind of general division meeting, looking over our whole division, like uh, just some people discussing what the whole layout of the future would be, just like as far as people working from home and everything like that. And our the president of our company is like, look, we have to realize people aren't going to be coming into the office all the time anymore, blah, blah, blah. So I'm just happy that my job is like, you know, going to be leaning into this whole, you know, maybe hybrid situation. Because I feel I like I, I really want a hybrid situation. I would, I don't mind going to the office. I like the people I work with. I like being around them and stuff. And But I also, you know, like having that option where like, you know, if there's just a lot going on, if I have some things to do, I can work at home too. So having that little that switch option, I think, is, is great. And I think that's what we need to be moving forward to. Now it's definitely going to depend on companies and it doesn't sound yeah. like yours is looking that promising. But hopefully, hopefully. It, it depends on your role, too. Like, I know certain people, because some, some people have been like, like, I've been hearing other perspectives and, you know, some people can't work from, or it's just, like, different. Yeah. I work in a job where it basically can be, but... But if more people are in, I, I guess I do have to be in as well. Mine kind of more dependent on how many other people are in. Right. Um, yeah, and I guess we're just specifically talking about our two specific jobs and what we're dealing with. Everybody's yeah. got a different situation. And, you know, I hope everybody out there is getting what they want from their job. But I know. Because no money. Because <laughs> no one does. At the end of the day, it's still work. And, you know. coming to a close here for our podcast this week it's nice catching up nice chatting letting the people know what's going on in our lives um i know we've still had both had a lot of distractions so maybe we didn't have you know the most detailed of podcasts this week but you know i feel like people just like our banter people like hearing about the things that we're going through relate them to their own lives and shit like that so i think i think it was a relatively solid podcast in that respect yeah, we need the intro to put up a poll about the aisle versus window seat. Obviously, no one's picking the middle seat. That should, that's not even That's not an option. option. That's not an option. No if you enjoy the middle seat. seat. If you enjoy the middle that seat, a- then that says something about you that I, 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 I can say what I think it says about you, but it wouldn't be respectable on a podcast. So yeah. I'm not going to say that here. But Oh, dang. Okay, go ahead. Oh, no, no. What were you going to say? No, I just thought it wouldn't make any sense right now. Yeah, if you like the middle seat, you're a disaster of a human. But no, wait, uh, wait, no, wait. What, what, did, what just popped in your head? The here. OC Rewatch podcast oh, came out yeah, the first true. episode uh-huh. yesterday, uh, Tuesday. Right. You were talking about that on the podcast a couple weeks ago. It was a little shaky, I would say. Um, uh-huh. But it was their first episode. You know, they got to get the kind of the, the um, chemistry going, the, no. the rhythm. If you listen Rachel to our Bilson. first podcast, I'm sure it was terrible compared to what we're doing now. Um, and exactly. I, I guarantee yeah. you, Rachel Bielsen has not done a podcast before. Yeah, she was actually pretty good. It was um, uh, Julie Cooper that was like, I think, I think it's just because I know that they're, I don't know if they're friends or just like keep in touch. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. But it's like they'll get, they need that, that kind of that rhythm. They're still getting comfortable. They also had a guest on the first podcast, which I don't know if that was like a great move. I uh-huh. think they kind of should just. Yeah, had it just they should have a good rapport with each other before they bring in somebody else in the mix that like, yeah. kind of have a flow. I guarantee you they also did not do any like practice podcasts before. They were just like, all right, we're going to do this and let's roll yeah. it out. It's Remember we did like a million like, practice? Yeah, yeah. We did a bunch. We did a bunch of practices. And it's we, did a sh- we did a ton of practice podcasts and then we got to the point where we're like, all right, we got to put one out. Yeah, and then right. we did. It was great. Yeah, and it was great. And it's only gotten better since I think, and I hope everybody out there audience. also thinks so. Give us five stars. Um, but yeah, so that was a fun podcast. But before we go, we got to give each other, oh, we got to say what our recommendations are for this week. Uh, recommendations for the people that don't know or are new to the podcast this is the time when me and Kevin suggest something that we've really been enjoying in our lives. And 
suggested to y'all if y'all would be into it that would be really cool if not whatever but we think that y'all would enjoy it it could be movies tv books anything like that so uh kevin what is your recommendation for this week my recommendation for this week is the app turo which i used for uh on my vacation a couple days ago how do you spell that t-u-r-o and it's an app in the app store and uh it's like think airbnb for cars and you can go on there and you basically rent someone's car that they're putting out for rent and it's you know it's a little bit different than a rental car company because you kind of you <laughs> yeah, can pick I a car so. well you can pick your car as opposed to like you know whatever shit box you're getting from like enterprise or whatever uh-huh um i was kind of forced into doing it because well like airbnb there's going to be people that you should rent from and some you shouldn't probably you know yeah exactly probably, that's true but you get rated as a rentee also. Anyway, I got to rent a cool car off there. I got to rent a six-speed Mazda Miata MX-5, um, which was a lot of wow, fun. Wow, Mazda Miata. One now, of the most fun cars I've ever Was it had. a fun car? I, now, oh my God. I'm not a car guy. I don't know a lot of things, you know, car-related or anything. But I was semi-always under the impression that the Miata was a females-oriented yeah that's what most people say but it's like consistently always the highest rated like most fun dr- car to drive and like motor uh-huh. trend and top gear and all those oh, shows really? but yeah because it's small you know and like it, it can be a convertible i'm sure you know most like a lot of but you always see them like in tuner shows and things like that too because they're so light and the rear wheel drive and the balance is so good and i got like the six speed oh my gosh it was so much wow. fun you could just whip that thing around that's not that i'm doing that on an rental car rental car right right but it was a lot of fun so yeah you did that when you were in texas and everything that's pretty interesting app i've never actually heard of that before yeah Um, you can rent it they have everything from like civics to ferraris on there that you can obviously the price goes up per day obviously yeah the the miata like my and then you have to you get insurance and stuff and all that you know kind of scales up so Um, you you can just go to a dude's house and pick up the car from them or how does that work there's different ways you can do it. Like um, a lot of people, if when because you put in your location, and then it'll show you the cars in the area. Um, and a lot of times, if you're uh, putting in um, like Sweet. that, you're in an airport. There'll people will let you deliver will deliver it to you. Um, people can deliver it to you. I just picked it up from the dude's house because I thought it would be cheaper than getting the delivery fee, and it was. But like it would have been, I would should have just paid for the delivery fee. So it would have been less hassle. I also think your internet's dropping out again. Anyway, the app Turo, great app. If this is still recording, check it out. It's fun to just check out. Like my favorite car is the Nissan GTR. So if I ever see one on there, it would probably be like two or three hundred dollars for a day to rent that thing. But if I ever see it on there, I am one hundred percent going to rent that because I've always wanted to drive one. They also have like a bunch of other cars that I wanted to drive. They had a Mustang that I was originally going to get, and they can cancel on you too, which was one of the downsides. But what you have to look for is that someone's a super host because um, that means they've had like, you know, whatever. And then when you're done with the car too, you get rated as well. So they leave comments on you. Um, so I made sure to like, I made sure that the car wasn't dirty. Um, I just basically returned it like the guy got it. it, gave it to me, like he gave it to me freshly waxed and stuff i just because i've been driving for so long out in those dusty roads in texas and all those roads um it was like covered in bird shit by the time i was done with it and just dust everywhere so i um just got like a cheap car wash at the exxon down the road it was like seven bucks and i just washed it all out so he gave me a five-star review and it was perfect well nice um we just had some technical difficulties. I talked the whole time, so don't worry. During the Zencaster, I hoping all of that's saved. I hope we're still good. I hope so too. Hear what you said. Oh yeah, I was just talking about my whole experience. It was great. Cool. I'll edit it up uh, post, and make it look good. Um, but I, I do still like your recommendation. It's fun to just look at. Like, yeah. I'm going to be addicted to it. I already know. Yeah. I might download it. I might just see what kind of cars I can whip around here. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there'd be st- like, th- it depends too. Like, my guy was just like, yeah, once you, because you have to apply, you basically have to apply to book. Uh-huh. And then I was a little worried because I'd never done one before. I didn't have a rating. Um, and because I was renting a manual car, I didn't know how that was. So I just told him what car I drove, which is a manual. And he was like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll accept the booking. And he's like, the key will be under the couch on my front porch. 
And I was oh, like, wow. sweet. So I just got there. I took a lift over to his house, got it. And then I had asked him a few questions through the app because you communicate through the app, you know, I right. had a few questions for him. I think he could tell I was a car guy. So um, when I dropped it off, he like met me, like met me outside his house and we talked for like 10 minutes, which was sweet because I called a lift and the lift didn't, was like going to take 15 minutes and it was already awkward standing outside of his house. So just hit somebody's like, front. yeah, like, you know. <laughs> so, <people> are driving <laughs> by staring at me. I'm just like standing by his mailbox. I'm like, oh please get his. I was happy he came in because like I literally was calling the lift like as I was entering his neighborhood because I didn't want to call the lift too far and they'd see me moving and cancel the ride. Uh-huh. So as soon as I got like in the vicinity, I called the lift, pulled up, and he came out and talked to me for a while. And then so I only had to stand out awkwardly for like four minutes. Nice. Um, I'm glad it wasn't wasn't too awkward for you. Yeah, it definitely hit that lull, like the ending of the conversation. I was like, well, thanks. And then I just like kind of walked two feet and stood and by his mailbox. Yeah, and just don't make eye contact. <laughs> yeah, he know. went back in and then like people are driving by it, like looking at me. I'm like, oh. I'm never going to be here again anyway. So I don't yeah, care. that's true. Was it yeah. a slight, like residential neighborhood? Yeah, it's a really nice neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, he has that car specifically just to rent out through the app. Uh, oh, wow. And my cousin was telling me that he's already, he had already heard of the app. He's been like very much considering buying a Tesla to rent out just to do that. And apparently a bunch of people do that. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, the Teslas usually go for like 100 plus a day, but I don't know. You would have to have a car that you want specifically for the app because like my other cousin he rented his jeep out for the day and someone stole it um people get go into car accidents like people drive it like fucking crazy people because it's not their car yeah there's a lot of risks there's There's a a lot lot of shit that i would imagine goes into it for liability and everything the guy I rented from said he used to have a Porsche Boxster that he had to rent out on it. And he said they just destroyed the clutch on that thing. Oh, I would imagine. And he was like, they have like insurance policies where you can like specifically insure the clutch in case that happens. But he's like, I just didn't want to do that anymore. So he got the Miata right. um, to rent out. But it was a fun, fun car to drive. I seriously want to get one, but it's not practical. Yeah. A uh, two seater car. The trunk could barely fit my duffel bag. Like that's Jesus. how it can't even successfully get groceries. Really, like you couldn't even make like a big yeah, grocery. That, that, that is literally just to drive around. It. Yeah, and surprisingly, <laughs> they figured like they figured out the headspace. I had more headspace in that tiny car than I do in my car. Oh wow! Yeah, that's so surprising. That's a tiny car. The master of the dome kind of situation. Nice. I guess. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Yeah. I'm not a car guy. And then that's it was Texas, cool. so it was too hot to have the top down. Because the sun was five million. Uh, anyway, uh, we can move on past this. No, nah, yeah, no, that's fine. I'm sure there's like what ten minutes of your recommendation. It's a lot. <laughs> I missed. A, I missed a lot of it, unfortunately. But I like what I heard, and I'm going to probably check out this app. See what's going on there. Um, my recommendation for this week. I probably talked about it on here before, probably last year when the first season of it aired. But there's a new season of one of my favorite, if not my favorite reality show. And no, it's not Survivor that we talked about last week. Love is Blind. No, it's not Love is Blind either, because oh. that was a little too trashy for me. Not that this one that isn't trashy, great. but my I think it's my favorite reality show ever. And it's The Circle. It's oh. on Netflix. I love The Circle. There's a new season out now. They added like a lot of different twists and just situations in this season that makes it even better than the first one if you don't know this show i definitely urge you to watch it um it's basically there's eight people and they're all in their own rooms like i guess in some apartment building or something like that but they can only contact each other over the siri-like tv device and they only have their profiles So people can only go off of like their profiles and then their text conversations with each other and everything. And they have to stay in the like apartment building. I mean, they can like move around. There's like a hot tub and like a workout space, but they have to be by themselves. And some people are catfish. Some people are really being themselves. And it is just an entertaining show. There's just never a dull moment. There's all sorts of different types of people. I think it just hits a lot of different numbers. It's light. It's not too intense. It's like it's just it's a fun, kind of cool concept for a reality show, and it's my favorite show that I'm watching right now. Me and my girlfriend got it lined up. Probably gonna watch another episode tonight. I'm trying to I'm trying to, you know, like spread them out a little bit. They come out 
in episodes of four, like once a week, every Wednesday. So try to do like one episode a night just to savor that, just to savor that a little bit. I don't uh, know if you watched the the circle after I talked about it last year. Or I not. watched some of the first season. I don't know how you could say Love is Blind is trashier than the circle because they are equally as Oh, um, because Love is Blind is too people marrying each other that never saw each other and know anything about each other. They this one is just for 30 days or whatever, dude. Yeah, this bullshit. <laughs> you can't know it shit with anybody in 30 days anyway. Um, yeah, I, I'll finish. I got to finish watching the circle because I, I was watching um, the other reality show that you said was really good that we did like a lot. Um, uh, Perfect match or whatever. The MTV show. Oh, uh, are you the one? Yeah, are you the that's one? That's trashy. That was so trash. trash. That's <laughs> that's peak trash. I mean, for sure. Yeah, Jesus. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. I'll check out the circle. Yeah, I, I I recommend you trying to get back into it. It's just it's it, it's interesting. It's it's a lot. To get, to yeah, it's a lot. I got to get into it. Um, but that's our recommendations for this week, and I think that is the show for us this week. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in downloading the podcast please tell your family friends loved ones anybody that you would think would be into a podcast like ours about us we would appreciate that so much and uh we can't wait to do this again next week kevin do you have anything anything at all to say to the people before we get out of here this week no well that's good to hear neither do i but everybody stay safe uh i i get the vaccine if you can but I get why you would. Um, For Kevin O'Connor, this is Justin Dorsey, and this has been the Thread Lads Podcast. Bye-bye.